When it's uh, seven minutes after four South African time on this uh, early morning, Thursday morning, my beloved, wonderful listeners of uh, Safina to Ilel Jannah. Well, uh, let's uh, welcome our beloved listeners of Radio al uh, International. Uh, let's welcome our beloved, wonderful listeners of uh, Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Remember, if you have any questions, you know what to do. Uh, 084-084-786-3132. 084-786-3132. International Overseas Listeners, plus 2784-786-3132. Yes, uh, it's uh, the 9th of uh, Jumad al-Ula, 14 45 on this beautiful Thursday morning, Yomul Khamis. Uh, let's uh, welcome our beloved, honorable, respected senior teacher, Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Mulana uh, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein Hafidahullah. Ustad, it's a beautiful uh, Thursday morning. Welcome to our QA program. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum on Arafat, Jazakallahu khairan to our technicians, Brother Junaid Khan and Brother Riyaz Hussein. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasoolihil kareem. Amma ba'd, a'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Rabbi shrahli swadri wa yasilli amri. وَحْلُلْ أُقْدَةً مِنْ لِسَانِي يَفْقَهُ قَوْلِي سُبْحَانَكَ لَا إِلْمَ لَنَا إِلَّا مَا أَلَّمْتَنَا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْعَلِيمُ الْحَكِيمُ All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Today is the 9th of Jumad al-Ula 1445. For the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala, today we focus on Chapter 30, Surah to Rum, the Romans, and verse number 26. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala informs us, وَلَهُ مَنْ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَلَهُ لَامِ تَمْلِيكِ Which means it belongs exclusively, only, solely to Him. To Him, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala. He is the only Malik, only owner, possessor, and Khalik and creator. مَنْ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ Of the animate objects, whosoever is in the celestial creation, and that is the angels and whoever else in the skies and in the firmaments, whether it be in the planets or wherever else, وَالْأَرْضِ And me and you on this earth, remember this, every one of us belongs solely, only, exclusively to Him, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala. Therefore, when a Muslim person passes, is away we say inna lillah verily we belong to him to almighty Allah wa inna ilayhi rajiun and to him is the return we only read this for Muslims and not for non-Muslims remember that and 
likewise you will find find in the Quran Sharif even the inanimate objects everything belongs only solely to him and remember nobody can say that they are independent they don't need Almighty Allah nay only he says so Allahul Ghani wantumul fuqara Wallahul Ghani wantumul fuqara Almighty Allah is self-sufficient He Almighty Allah does not need anybody anything anytime any place so that is Almighty Allah totally self-sufficient human being creation whatever it is every one of us whether we admit it or not we are dependent on the mercy and grace and benevolence of Almighty Allah Jalla he was, he is, he will always be our munim haqiqi, our greatest benefactor. Whether we're sleeping, whether we awake, we're inhaling, exhaling the oxygen, the water, everything he alone gives us, remember, water meaning the rain and so forth. And everybody, everything for him is obedient. You look at the clouds, you look at the rain, you look at the plants, you look at whatever it is that the angels, they all are obedient to him, all Allah. Human being, you and me, and we are the masterpiece of Allah's creation. And the jinn that were created from the smokeless fire, only we have been given a choice. And that is, you can follow the path of Rahman, the path of Almighty Allah, or the path of Shaitan, of Satan and Lucifer. And we see today 8 billion plus people on this earth, 7 billion plus decided to follow the path of Shaitan and Satan and Lucifer. Lucifer. Therefore, you have so many problems, so many wars, and so many problems. You see families and others. So all that goes on. And the jinnat, similarly with them, min al-Muslimun wa min al-Qasitun. Among them also you have some Muslims and some of them that are non-Muslims. Those that are non-Muslims will be dispatched to Jahannam and the hellfire. So beside human being and jinn, the remainder of the creation, all are obedient to Almighty Allah and glorifying the praises of Almighty Allah. Wa im min shay'in illa yusabbihu bihamdi. And they are praising Almighty Allah and reciting Subhanallah bihamdihi and everlasting glory, perfection for Him, Almighty Allah. But you, human being and jinn, you don't understand it. Chapter 17 and verse 44. So there we have it. So it is one of the greatest and best tasbih and the praises and glorification of Almighty Allah. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi. Therefore, Bukhari, Imam Bukhari, Rahimamullah, in the ending of his magnum opus, his great book, Sahihul Bukhari, brought the hadith Subhanallah wa bihamdihi. Subhanallah al Azim to remind human beings that we also will be ending our life, then we should read for Sabih bihamdi rabbik wa Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was commanded that the 
and now you are coming to the ending of your message and mission obviously you were you are you always will be the most beloved the most precious to all Allah you will enter Jannah first Ya Rasulullah or Mustafa Sallallahu Sallam you will enter paradise first but you must set the precedent for humanity and posterity so therefore it's such a majestic word so and word Subhanallah Bihamdihi Kullullahu Qanitun everybody everything is in obedience to all Allah and human being and jinn we have been given the choice and freedom so we see that today majority are misusing and abusing that freedom Allah Ta'ala protect us all Allah Ta'ala guide us all Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Let us go nationally, internationally, globally with the news, views, and interviews. America versus India this time, so now tensions are building up. So America said that India wants to kill a Sikh on U.S. soil, as they did in Canada, and you know that created huge tensions between Canada and India, and now they're trying to mentize and so forth and issue visas. So yesterday, America said that they have received intelligence that they want to kill one of the Sikh leaders who wants independence for the Sikhs, and they want their autonomous state called Khalistan. Khalist means pure. So only for the Sikhs, and they they want to eliminate, neutralize him on United States soil. So this is creating conflict tension between the two shaitans and one is America. We know it's a super terrorist. On the other side, Modi, we know he is no friend of the Muslims. We can't forget what he did in Gujarat. So we call him the butcher of Gujarat. They in Netherlands, the Dutch, you remember, against all odds, we find that Wilders, who is anti-Muslim, anti-Islam, anti-migration, he won most of the seats in the Netherlands, in the Dutch, and remember that if he's going to form the government, then it will be a political earthquake for Europe and huge difficulties for Muslims there in Netherlands, in the Dutch, and so forth. But there are three other parties, and it seems none of them are interested in joining him. But maybe, you know, politics always, you know, Raj Bansi used to say here in South Africa, what is the definition of politics to make the impossible possible? Mm. So you must mm-hmm. remember, maybe there's some money business or some horse trading going on, and then you find that he forms a government and cabinet and what have you. So let's wait and see. So now today everything was set for that. Last night before I slept it was mentioned that 10 o'clock today the ceasefire will start and the exchange of Mubadalatul Usara, the exchange of hostages will start. Anyway, all that is postponed another 24 hours. Everything will start tomorrow. That is the latest news I heard now, 4 o'clock on BBC. So if you want to verify it. And so now the fa- imagine the families, what they are going through on both sides so the Jutla side you must remember they were waiting for their 50 to come and the Palestinians were waiting for their 150 to come but the Jutlas you know always they'll have some trick up their sleeve and so forth I told you when they speak of peace it's not P-E-A-C-E it is how to steal and occupy more and more pieces so now they must have decided let us shoot and kill for one more day and so forth and so on so then the ceasefire can start and so forth 
The Haaretz newspaper writes, you must remember, B.B. Netanyahu, Benjamin Ney. How many babies have you massacred and murdered today? Benjamin Ney is his original name when he was in America. Then he changed it to Benjamin Netanyahu and nicknamed B.B. So B.B. does not really want the hostages to come back. If all the hostages come back, then remember then there will be big political earthquake there. There might be elections. The government will fall and the people want to lynch him, remember, for Netanyahu because he is to blame for all these problems here that occurred from 7th October till today. So on that they have huge, huge consensus, we must remember. Listen to this here. UNICEF of the United Nations they say Gaza is the most dangerous place for children to be in the entire world. More than 5,000 children, babies have been murdered by the Israeli regime. They don't spell it out like that, but obviously that is what is meant. So more than 5,000 children and babies murdered by the Israeli apartheid terrorist Nazi regime. Imagine that. You know BRICS, so there you got Brazil, then you got Russia, you got India, China, South Africa, and then you got the other countries that applied, and they will become official <laughs> members, remember, in January next year, so that's around the corner. Now Pakistan has also applied to be part of BRICS, so that also is a good move on behalf of Pakistan. And the hostage deal is an insurance for Hamas. That is what the Haaretz write. So meaning that Hamas can wield their power also, and they're holding the trump cards, they got the generals, they got the brigadiers, and they got main, main army guys under their control. And Israel bombed them to back to the Stone Age more than Hiroshima and Nagasaki and everything, but yet they could not release one hostage. So hopeless, useless humiliation it was for Israel. U.S. hopes Israel will use more restraint after the four days ceasefire, temporary ceasefire. So they're admitting that indirectly that Israel has gone way beyond international law by murdering journalists, by murdering children, by murdering babies and patients in hospitals and so forth and so on. Hence, they are guilty of war crimes, genocide, ethnic cleansing and crimes against humanity. I've been three times to Canada and twice, you must remember, to America, so we know exactly where this place is. If you've been to Niagara Falls, so I went there twice, thrice now, depending how you want to look at it. So you must remember, this is the border between Canada and between America. So this happened on the American side. So you're traveling from America and you're coming in towards Canada, Buffalo. So Buffalo is where the Darulum is and so forth. Anyway, by Dr. Mehman, Allah Tala Grant, Tim Jannatul Firdaus. Mehman, because they speak Mehman. So nevertheless, so you must remember, so yeah, there was a car. And as soon as they were approaching the border, the rainbow bridge, so they started accelerating. And then Allah alone knows what their aim was. And then they smashed and two people died. Initially, they said they suspected terrorism. And now they say that no, it's not a terror attack. Maybe whiteies were involved. If it was brownies involved, then they will say definitely terrorism. You know how America works and so forth and so on. So if one day you want to go to Niagara, 
Niagara Falls, then you must remember the Canadian side is much, much superior and better compared to the American side, and that there's consensus on it. So the American side is nice, but remember the Canadian side is much more impressive. You know that Russia wanted the stream to go right into Europe and so forth and so on. So the Nord Stream, and it was attacked by America and so forth. So Putin says the Nord Stream attack was state terrorism. State terrorism, meaning by America and so forth. That's exactly what we are saying, that there is state terrorism by Israel. And not from now, not from 7 October, but from 1948 and before, 45. 46, 47, and then 48, it became official with the establishment of Israel being recognized by the Western major powers. 60% 60% of the Americans believe that Biden, Joe's, Joe Genocide Biden, is helping his son's business by a hunter. So Hunter is a character, you know that. So he is on so many charges. He was busy with so many prostitutes. And there are charges of him having a gun without license and what have you. So he used to use his father's name. And his father was vice president, now president. And he would get away with all crooked and dodgy deals and using and his father just turned a blind eye so go and study the Biden family and then you will come to know how they accumulated their millions and billions of dollars in what crooked ways go look at the Russian connection and so forth very sad story for us as Muslims you must remember China the Uyghur Muslims are suffering more and more but all the Muslim countries Arab countries still got ties with China and not only ties they want to enhance it also so China is demolishing the mosque and the masajid in Xinjiang province and the people the Uyghur Muslims are treated with very very badly oppression transgression of the worst order so this we must condemn China and remember tell them that this is totally unacceptable and we must speak about it send out messages everywhere you can just google it and see China demolishing mosque in in uh, in Xinjiang province so very very sad story and cause for concern Russian authorities cracked down on abortion. Can you believe that? That's a good story. But you see, our South Africa, other countries, they give permission to our daughters, our sisters. They can be 12 years old, 15 years old. No questions asked. They can go to the clinic, hospital, wherever, and they can just demand and request an abortion, and it will be done and so forth. So how are you going to instill morals in your families? Just go to the schools today and see. You go more than 100,000 young young girls who are already pregnant and so forth. So they're giving them practical biology lessons. That is what's happening. And you're telling me you're waiting for your matric results. Is that a school, a university, or a college, or a brothel? You decide. According to me, these are more brothels going on than schools and varsities. Remember that. Brazil registers its one of its hottest days in history 
44.8 you can say 45 degrees and imagine I've been to Brazil five six times you know the people they as it is they walk around three quarter without clothes and all that now when it's so hot when I read this news then I thought must be they're walking naked you know? <laughs> so because they are crazy there you must remember and nobody but they just carry on as normal you must remember they the Lungile business it's a crazy country 220 million people and they just play football the whole day and they go by the beach and so forth and the youth are totally lost the amount of bees you got there illegitimate children and haramis they got special schools for them and so forth a very sad story here in South Africa and we need to take action on this you Muslims we need to wake up you know me I'm not into this here but I'm mentioning it as a story for you to understand so South Africa were playing a soccer match here in Durban the Mobida Stadium or whatever you call it right so one of the reverends now this guy is a Christian guy right and he sent his letter and all that and it's gone viral now so you must remember so the reverend went in there at the stadium and he wore that you know Palestinian scarf and kafiyah and all that what they wear the black and white one and so forth so then he was told by the officials and so forth you must remove it but why must he remove it South Africa is a free country or are we bootlicking again Israel and so forth therefore FIFA can't kick them out therefore you must remember KEF is allowing them also to come to South Africa and so forth and so on they are supporters every one of us you speak against Israel you know they are guilty of state terrorism you know they are guilty of apartheid so what crime is it for a person Muslim or non-Muslim that he can't wear a Palestinian scarf to a stadium and in South Africa on top of it if you don't understand that so they took it away and told him after the match he must pick it up so they gave it back to him but then he penned the letter and sent it out which is very good and I thought must be a Muslim guy when I saw the signature there it was Reverend so in Kosi or whatever his name you must remember that so Reverend we thank you for bringing it to our attention and if I must pronounce your name just forgive us because we're not so used to all these names but anyway imagine you must sue them you must remember whoever it is they got no right to do this South Africa is a free country you say you got the best constitution in the world so what good is that constitution when you're not allowed to wear the Palestinian scarf mm-hmm. I'm going to the airport today and if I wear this scarf and I used to wear the scarf mm-hmm. you must remember mm-hmm. under lockdown they should tell us mask I shouldn't wear the mask I used to wear the scarf they asked me what's this I say it's a Muslim mask and they just look at me you see so this type of things yeah so you mustn't worry about people we must speak the truth remember that the truth is very very bitter and therefore people don't like it you must remember this so these haramis we must not be intimidated by them and so forth see in their Elsie's River and other places in Cape Town more than 80 hours they don't have electricity they don't have power they don't have energy and so forth their food is gone to bed and you know children writing exams a total mess there then yesterday the news broke 100 million fake goods coming into South Africa in Belleville 100 million rand what was it fake watches fake perfume fake clothes whatever it is 
100 million, can you believe that? Remember that today is Thursday, the 9th of Jumad al-Ula, and it is, you must remember, the 23rd of November. So tomorrow, Black Friday, they tell you, in Islam, we reject it completely. We say every Friday is a radiant Friday, a Friday filled with effulgence and nur and that. I liked one advert I saw in the Lanesia Times, yeah, our local newspaper, a Muslim businessman, big businessman, they wrote White Friday, you see, White Friday specials and so forth. So that's good. But remember, you must reject this term. Yes, if something is on special, you go and purchase it, buy it, that's fine. But for you to promote it and say you got Black Friday specials, all that is haram and not permissible. Remember this type of things. And if you know anything of America, tomorrow, the 24th of November, is their Thanksgiving Day. I landed there in America on that day. So that's how I remember that. So in 2000. So inshallah, my program today in Cape Town will be there in Rondebosch East, where Moana Ilyas is our Bai Bashir son, and it is in Anwarul Islam after Maghrib. So we will see you all day for the men, inshallah al-Aziz, Anwarul Islam. And every day we will give you the programs, inshallah al-Aziz. Barakallah. Do we carry on with the Q&A? Somebody says, you start that uh, I'm intending to make hijrah within the next six months. I will be with my wife and four young daughters. We will try and settle in Afghanistan. Any advice or du'as and your du'as is appreciated to start? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Very good if you're going to Afghanistan. My first advice will be innamal a'malu bin niyat when you open the ahadith compilations, the books which record the statement, speech, Mubarak of the Master Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Bukhari Sharif, Mishkat Sharif, Riyadu Salihin. You will find they all started three different authors innamal a'malu bin niyat. Why do you want to go to Afghanistan. Do you want to say hijrah, but your intention is just to make more money and so forth because they got lithium there, they got gold there, they got oil there, they got so many minerals there and the country is going to boom. Like how our forefathers came here to South Africa. No one came for Islam initially. They came to make money and so forth and so on. Then the intention changed and then mashallah with the ulama and tablik jamaat and all the darulums came about and so forth. So remember that. So you must check and revisit your intention. Second one is this, that don't get involved in any bribery. You must remember to get into Afghanistan or to go through Pakistan to Afghanistan. The ties between Pakistan and Afghanistan are now not good. Mm -hmm. So you must remember that this country and that country, they don't really see eye to eye because the army of Pakistan is run by America and so forth. And Afghanistan, our Taliban, defeated the Americans and the coalition. So they want to use Pakistan so to destabilize Afghanistan. So make sure that whichever route you are going into, you must remember there's no bribery, corruption, and so forth. Once you get involved in that, then thousands and thousands of, not rupees, but remember dollars will be gone. So make sure that you're doing everything above board and keep your receipts and everything 
getting by you and make sure that your daughters and children are not left alone you must remember funny funny things happens in that part of the world may Allah Ta'ala make it easy for you Amen. if you're going there because you will be safe there there's no there's no corruption there there's no hijacking and all those things there because there there's Islamic law anybody make nonsense there they're hanging in public if they make nonsense so anyway if your intention is good and no bribery and so forth and you want to protect your iman islam your children's iman islam we say alhamdulillah rabbil alamin they say we are going for deen and the safety uh, of our ustad right very good that if you're going for that very good allah be with you our duas are with you i've got uh, mr governor he says that uh, what caused hamas aka to suddenly uh, decided to stop firing rockets at Israel and start a, a and start a ceasefire. Mr. Governor, start. It's not Hamas, my brother. It was Israel. If you only know, send me a message, Mr. Governor, zero seven one. We got nothing to hide, so I give you my number every day whenever you want it. Zero seven one triple eight one one eight four, and I'll give you the casualties and fatalities on the Israeli side. How many of them are fracking? What you call Mr. Governor? Fracking. If you don't understand Afrikaans, fracking means they're dying like dogs. You must remember that. And that's why. Always remember that Jutlas, Haramis, the Jews, the Zionists, and the apartheid terrorist Nazi regime will always agree to a ceasefire, permanent or, or temporary, when they are losing too many men and women on the battlefield. Don't you see their tanks and all that? how they are being burnt and sold to pieces they three three million dollars and yeah our brothers are using the RPG the rocket propeller grenade costing five hundred dollars thousand dollars and they are shooting and it just explodes Till today, their experts cannot explain it. They say the only way we can explain it, that one Jutla said, the God, meaning Allah Ta'ala, the Lord, he, you know, he writes like that, of Moses and Aaron are no more on our side, so the divine help is gone from the Jutlas day in Israel. And that is what's happening. So remember that Hamas are prepared to give their life, but the Jutlas are never prepared to die. You must remember that they hate them death the most they want to live for a thousand thousand years so Hamas is a miracle today 47 days 48 days count it whatever you want to that governments could not survive show me one Arab government that could survive for 47 days show me one Muslim government and yeah 50,000 brothers you must remember taking the might of Israel and America and all of them and the other powers from and Britain and Italy and Europe and all of them together and they're beating them in their own backyard. So therefore, brother, Mr. Governor, one advice I will give you. You must never trust the Western media. They always got a hidden agenda and a slanted view. The problem today with people is like the fish. You are in Durban, you know, so catch the fish. 
hook, line, and sinker. Put one bait there, and now the fish come ping, and that's the last bait you will eat. You must remember that, and it's gone, hook, line, and sinker. So y'all are also like that, the masses, you must remember. You just see this news, that news, that news, and they all got a hidden agenda. They will say Israel is killed, and they will tell you Palestinians died. You must say Palestinians murdered. That is what you must say. This is no war. How can it be a war when Hamas does not have one aeroplane, does not have a helicopter, they don't have an army? It is mass murder of the Palestinians. That is, you must call it out, name them, shame them, and nail them, Governor. I see Mr. Governor says, yes, A.K., they do have a hidden agenda. We are not stupid. Mr. Governor will start. Yes, that's why I'm warning you about it. I've got uh, Sister Ronald, the journalist. Uh, she says, I hope you're well. Uh, how will Israel destroy Hamas when NATO couldn't destroy the Taliban? Sister Ronald, that. You see, my sister Renal, you should learn the history, my sister. Come, I give you a quick lesson on history. I will use your dates, the Gregorian calendar, to refresh your memory. You see the land of Palestine today, Al-Ardul Muhtalla, the land of occupied Palestine. In the year 636, we'll write all this down. We will send you the podcast and you can refer to all the material I'm giving you. So in the year 636, some historians write 637, be that as it may. So Sophronius, the leader of the Christians, was in charge of Jerusalem and surrounding. Abu Ubaidah bin Jarrah, the student companion of the master, Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Sayyidina Abu Ubaidah bin Jarrah, Sayyidina Abu Ubaidah bin Jarrah, very, very senior companion. So, radiallahu anhu, he and his companions, they laid siege around Jerusalem for four months. So Freerness came and said, fine, we surrender, but our books and scriptures tell us we must hand over the keys of Jerusalem to Umar. Who is this Umar? He said, it's correct. Umar is our leader, Amirul Mu'minin. He's based in Medina Munawwara. We will invite him and he'll come personally and you hand over the keys to him. So they handed over the keys to him, Sofrianus. When he handed over the keys, he cried. Who cried, Sister Renel? Sofrianus, the Christian leader, cried. Ma Yubkika, why are you crying? So he said, Inna zulma lasa'a. When you have oppression, then it lasts for a short period. And if you have justice, wa in, justice even with your enemies, it means, wa innal adla ila qiyami sa'a, then it will last right till the day of justice. Then they went to the church, the holy Safalka, and then they drew up the Misaki Umar. Today, Sister Ranal, the Muslims are accused of terrorism and so forth. Sayyidina Umar, Amirul Mu'mineen, the leader of the Muslims and the international globe Ummah, at that time said that, see, your churches, your monasteries, everything will remain intact, nothing will be demolished. You see the magnanimity. Write this down, my sister Renal, and I'll give you the book where you can refer to it. And if you want the copy, just send me a message. I'll send you a PDF, 071-888-1184. The book's name is Jerusalem, the Key to World Peace. Jerusalem, the key to world peace, and it was published by the European Council of the Islamic Council of Europe. The Islamic Council of Europe published it, the book's title, Jerusalem, the key to world peace. Do you know what Sophronius, the Christian, told Sayyidina Umar, the Muslim leader? 
He told Sayyidina Umar, you must not allow any Jew to stay here in Jerusalem. You got it, my sister Donnell? So this was the justice system of Islam. And Sayyidina Umar radiallahu foresight inside, he said, no, how are we allowing you to live? We will allow the Jutlas and the Jews to live here as well. Yes, if they commit mischief, we will take action against them. There you see. So from 636 to 637, whatever you want to choose, right up to 1099 under Muslim rule. Thereafter, you must remember from 1099 to 1187, the Crusaders, and they massacred and murdered 90-95% of the Muslims. Some places more blood was flowing than water, and 1-5% Jews also. We must speak the truth. Quran teaches us that. وَلَا يَجْرِمَنَّكُمْ your hatred for a people everybody knows I hate the Jews I hate the Shias right their actions and what have you but the truth must be spoken how I say Iranians are masters in Arabic calligraphy but they're not Arabs so we must speak the truth so nevertheless you must remember that so then in 1187 all Ayyubi, and then he liberated Palestine and it was in the year 1187. One more thing, Ranel, you should know. The holiest church in Christendom, the holy Safalka, they were so impressed by Saladin Salahuddin, they said that Saladin, if we're going to keep the key of this church, the Anglican, the Lutheran, the Protestant, the Catholic, there is Kopskit and Donner, we'll be fighting like cats and dogs, like they fight now also. So you keep the key. Write it down, my sister. From 1187 till now, the Muslims opened the church, the greatest and most venerated church in Christendom. In the morning they open, in the evening they close it, more than 800 years, how many years you go count it, you must see. And remember, if you want the whole story, go to the documentaries on CNN and you will find it there. So you got the story now? So that is our justice system. So Hamas and whoever else, Palestine, they want justice there. Israel stole everything. You they stole our land they stole our country they stole our mosque they stole mm. everything of ours and now you can see they're stealing the olive harvest and everything so that's why we end off with this as I'm telling you from day one one settler one mm-hmm. bullet will settle the issue there's everything for us Muslims in Palestine occupied Palestine is a legitimate target and that you must understand we don't apologize to anybody for that we saying every Jutla there is a legitimate target <laughs> if they're supporting the apartheid regime of Israel. Salaamu Alaikum. See, Sister Renel says, wow, thank you, A.K. You should have been my senior journalist. <laughs> so remember, our purpose in life, my sister, is the best of people who are an asset to people. We don't charge you anything. We want to teach you the truth without fear and favor. We don't want to teach you propaganda and husbara. Get out of that as a journalist. The problem with you journalists, I'm not saying you per se, but how when a woman sells a body, she becomes a prostitute, then the Western world 
world and the Arab world today have become prostitutes. You must remember that. They just carry stories, what the editor and boss tell them. Speak the truth, man. Don't come with fairy tales and old stories, you know. Tell the world what the real truth is. So today, inshallah, Thursday, 8.30 to 9 will be Mona Musa Akudi. 11 to 12 will be about Palestine with Mona Zaid. And then 1 to 2 will be Tafsir. So, and tonight I'll be in Cape Town in, inshallah, Anwarul Islam, Ronda Bosch East after Maghrib. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.